Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. It is your fearless alpha male warrior leading you into battle versus the mamby-pamby wussified world in which we reside. Back in Humidor 1A, Command Center Alpha. After an extended trip up to the Western New York Theater of Operations and all points in between, lieutenants, I come to you prepared, ready for battle. We are loaded, and in today's show, we will go into the reasons why Americans are rallying around Donald Trump, a fellow alpha American. I want to delve into what happened up in Roanoke with the reporter, WDBJ reporter and cameraman being viciously murdered point blank because it boils down to the wussification of the American male. Long-ass greetings and salutations, a long-ass snappy salute, Semper Delictatio, America's alpha male front and center, back in the friendly confines of Humidor 1A. Lieutenants, as always, we have an action-packed show for you today, and I don't want to waste any time. I want to get directly to the first item on our agenda, and that is what took place several days ago in Roanoke, Virginia, actually on Tuesday, where WDBJ reporter Allison Parker, her cameraman Adam Ward, were viciously, brutally murdered, point blank, by a very disturbed, whacked former employee at that station. His real name is Vester Lee Flanagan. He had the on-air name of Bryce Williams, And it is very clear from what we are finding out now that this man had serious issues. But I believe that what we talked about on this show last week, talking about now how the wussification, the feminization of American boys is having a lasting impact, a detrimental impact on boys as they turn into young adults and then into adults, whereby they are coddled whereby they are told from the time they are young, you are a champion, you are great, you are a winner. They are given everything. They are, they are told that they can do no wrong. And so consequently, what happens is when, they're never, when they never learn to be criticized, to take constructive criticism when they're young, in their formative years, when they become young adults or adults and they're criticized or something doesn't go their way, what happens? 
they snap. And we've seen it over and over again in this country. And the latest example occurred on Tuesday at 6.45 a.m. I was out of town. I was actually in Atlanta getting ready in my hotel room early when I heard the news and then obviously watched throughout the course of the day and was just horrified and shocked. And this gentleman, I don't even want to call this by a gentleman, this, this, this absolute blatant thug son of a bitch murderer, Vester Lee Flanagan, if you're so upset at yourself, you're so mad, you're angry at the world, take the gun, load it, point it to the temple of your head, pick your side, right or left, and shoot. Get rid of yourself. Don't injure others. Don't kill others who did nothing to you. But this was a man who perceived every single statement to be racist or to be an attack on his sexuality. He was black. He was gay. Okay, no problem. Who cares? Nobody cares. However, he took every single statement that was made as an affront to either his sexuality or to his race. Here's a perfect example. In the world of television reporting, radio reporting, television, even in newspapers, there is a standard term that has been used for years, ever since I've been in the world of broadcasting, which is uh, in excess of 35, I think 35 years now, started very young. There is a common phrase when a reporter is told to go get a story, and that is for the reporter to go out in the field. Now, that's a very innocuous statement. A reporter is told, the assignment editor says, Joe, we need you to get this story. If you could go out in the field and go to City Hall and and get that, that story. Or when somebody says, well, where is the reporter John Jones? He's out in the field getting a story. Now, let me ask you this question. Does that sound racist to you? That's a statement that has been used innocuously for years and years and years by white reporters, by black reporters, by Latino reporters, by Asian reporters, by foreign reporters. It is a common phrase. The reporter is out in the field. Well, according to a colleague of Vester Lee Flanagan, a common term, the common term the reporters out in the field would set him off. He would say to other people when they would say, you know, the reporter's out on the field, or we need you to go in the field, he'd say, what are you saying, cotton fields? That's racist. And this cameraman said, we'd be like, what? We all know what that means, but he took it as cotton fields, and therefore we're all racist. This man, clearly, he was 41 years of age. He is smack dab right in that era where boys were feminized, when the feminists wanted young boys to become wussified, to get in touch with their feminine side, to not be boys anymore. Now, I guarantee you, if this guy, this this very twisted individual, Vester Lee Flanagan, when he was a kid, if you played cops and robbers, if you were allowed to be a boy, you wouldn't have all this aggression. You wouldn't lash out. And somewhere along the line, This guy took everything to be racist, or if somebody said anything, it was against his sexuality. This guy had severe issues, probably going back to when he was a child. But I believe that the fundamental root of many of these violent cases of men, individuals going in and shooting up movie theaters or or co-workers or schools can directly be traced to their youth when they were feminized, when they were not 
instructed on how to take criticism when they weren't criticized. I remember my father many years ago told me, and I said this last week, one time he was telling me something when I was in grade school, and I reacted. I didn't react uh, positively to it, and he stopped and said, wait a minute. I'm giving you constructive criticism. I'm not criticizing you for the sake of criticizing you. I'm giving you constructive criticism so that in the future, when you do this job or you do this project, you will do it better. You will excel. You will learn from that. And he said, when someone gives you constructive criticism, it's because they want to help you, not because they want to hurt you. So ever since that, when somebody, whether it's a professional, whether it's people today that I work with, say, you know what, Dave, let me give you a suggestion on how that may turn out better or how this may sound just a little bit slicker or a little bit more entertaining. I absolutely listen. I've always laid claim that the the person who advised me on the litation ceremony was a very well-respected, still is a well-respected uh, person in the world of, uh, of media and broadcasting and radio broadcasting, David G. Hall, the former program director at KFI in Los Angeles, a very well-known talk station. And early on in this show, I sat with him in Los Angeles, and he listened to the tape, and I wanted his feedback. I wanted his constructive criticism. And, and the one thing he said is, you've got to make a bigger deal out of that lighting of the cigar. It should be a lighting ceremony. Cigars are celib- synonymous with celebratory occasions. You've got to make a big deal out of it. And I took that. And here we are 20 years later, still doing it. And that is a key element to the show. And we will enjoy the National Cigar Litation Ceremony here at the bottom of the hour. We make a big deal. It is a celebratory occasion. But he did that because he wanted the show to be better. And he had a great idea. And it's an idea that I'm thankful for because here we are 20 years later still using it. And it's a key element of this program, of this show. So there is no question in my mind what took place in Roanoke, Virginia is a tragedy. Two young people, 24 and 27. And just think about this. They got up that morning excited to go to their jobs, excited to do a story for the morning show. And by all accounts, when you look at those morning shows, I know here in Tampa, there is uh, Channel 13, the Fox affiliate. It's a happy morning show. Uh, Charlie Belcher, one of their great reporters, uh, very entertaining uh, gent. He is out and about. He gets along. He, he, very interesting stories. A happy guy. The, the anchors are happy. It's an enjoyable show to watch. And I can just imagine that they were all excited to go out and do their jobs. And just while they're doing it, the last thing on their minds is somebody, a former disgruntled employee, a whack job, a nutcase, is going to come up to them and kill them. And as it turns out, 15 gunshots and I saw just the beginning of the shots against the reporter, Allison Parker, when she started to run. But it was very clear that Vester Lee Flanagan wanted to make sure that he killed them point blank and he executed them in the head. Each of their heads, they were a bullet to the head, which killed them both. Unacceptable. If this guy is so miserable, take his own life. But to take other people's life is just uh, it, it's beyond comprehension. And I looked on his Twitter site. This Bryce Williams, uh, real name, again, Vesterly Flanagan, and he said, Allison made racist comments. EEOC report, uh, report filed. They hired her after that. Adam went to HR on me after working with me one time. Did you ever think this clown should look in the mirror and say, you know what, I've been at all these stations, and everywhere I go, it seems that I'm the one that has the issue. But meanwhile, he loves to point the finger. So the bottom line, lieutenants, is this. What took place is a tragedy. It is an outrage, but I believe much of it 
can lay to the fact that boys for the last 40, 50 years have been, been wussified and feminized from the time that they are born, and the consequences, the ramifications are coming home to roost. And we're going to turn it around and make sure that boys today, they grow up as alpha males, not as little wussified chicklets. Lieutenants, we will continue front and center. Much more coming your way. Watch Cigar Dave's exclusive live telecast with Jonathan Drew and Drew Estate Cigars from the 2015 IPCPR at CigarDave.com. The General and JD discuss the new Undercrown Shade, the Nico Rustica, the Norteña Edition Limitada Churchill, and more. Watch these exclusive telecasts anytime on CigarDave.com. The story that made the cigar. The cigar that made history. 80 years ago, Monte Cristo began a legacy of crafting only the finest cigars. Now, that legacy is honored by the very special, extremely limited edition Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar. Crafted for the first time, Dominican Pilatico Tobacco. Grown from seeds hand-carried from Cuba by Pepe Mendez. This exclusive cigar is like no other, rolled in a dark and oily Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. The Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar features a rich, fuller-bodied, and wonderfully complex smoke. Packaged in an elegant handmade box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Honor the legacy with the Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, 
quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. authority on cigars, spirits, diversions, and the good life. The General Cigar Dave. Lieutenants, we just came off several weeks ago, the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo at the Buffalo Launch Club. Overwhelming success. Outstanding time had by all. And we have opened up tickets. Earliest we've ever opened up tickets for an event, it is the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Rock, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in the Cigar City of Tampa, Saturday, November 21st. It is the week before Thanksgiving, the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Outstanding event last year, bigger and better this year. We will, by the way, all three cabanas that we had, VIP cabanas, sold out. Sold out in less than a week. The good news is we've got more availability ticket-wise this year than we did last year. So if you would like to purchase your ticket, I would suggest you do so now, even though we're still three months away. Your day will begin when you walk in with a very special Cigar Dave embroidered bag filled with great Davidoff cigars and uh, Woodford Reserve. You're going to get a bottle of Woodford Reserve. You are going to get some other great uh, little goodies. You will then see a gigundous Alpha Male Feast Buffet. That is loaded. Chef Bill at the Hard Rock once again has come up with an outstanding menu. You get a couple of drink tickets for beer, wine, distilled spirits. We will also have craft beer samplings, whiskey samplings. It's going to be a great day. I tell you, last year it blew us away just how incredible a job the Hard Rock did. We had another great event up in Buffalo, and here we come back to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Again, Saturday, November 21st, presented by Davidoff Distilled by Jack Daniels and Woodford Reserve. Tickets at CigarDave.com. Go there, get your tickets. They are going to be limited again. We've got increased capacity, but like we did in Buffalo, we sold out, and I got about 50 requests two, three days before the event, which we just could not fulfill. And speaking of Davidoff's lieutenants, in the next hour, we will replay the uh, one-hour exclusive live televised broadcast that we shot, that we did, we broadcast back at the Cigar Retailers Convention mid-July in New Orleans. We'll be joined by the worldwide CEO of Davidoff, Hans Christian Oishgard, Jim Young, the president of Davidoff North America, and brand managers Rich Krudick of Davidoff and Avo and Dylan Austin of Camacho. So, lieutenants, that is in the second hour. Very quickly here, let me two two very interesting items that I'd like to get to. Two celebratory items. And we've always talked about living long lives and, and what it takes. And I've always said I believe cigars and a libation is key. My grandfather uh, always enjoyed his five, six daily gold label cigars, enjoyed his daily glass of Crown Royale, lived to 85, and had a, uh, a great life. Well, here are two women. First one, a 10-year-old Agnes Fenton from Englewood, New Jersey, turned 110 several weeks ago. The super centenarian says that she cheats death by downing three bottles of Miller High Life each day and a glass of whiskey 
every day. And the daily diet of Miller High Life began 70 years ago when a doctor told Miss Fenton that her only serious health problem was a benign tumor. And he gave her one piece of advice before sending her home. He said, Agnes, you must drink three Miller High Lifes a day. Now, I don't know where that doctor got that scientific evidence, but clearly somewhere along the line, it worked because uh, Agnes Fenton has happily adhered to that, even throwing some Johnny Walker blue into the mix for for many years, 110 years of age now. And another person, the oldest person, one of only two people left alive who were born in the 1800s, Susanna Mushet Jones, 116 years of age. She was born on July 6, 1899. William McKinley was president of the United States at the time. The Spanish-American War had just ended. And what is her secret advice to live a long life, 116 years of age? Very simple. Every morning, she starts her day with a breakfast of several strips of bacon, scrambled eggs, and ground corn. A sign on the kitchen wall reads, bacon makes everything better. I can't disagree with that. And uh, certainly scrambled eggs. And how long have we heard, oh, scrambled eggs, bacon, stay away from it, stay away from alcohol, stay away from cigars? Well, here's two women, Susanna Musha-Jones, 116, every morning. Scrambled eggs, ground corn, and bacon. And 110-year-old Agnes Fenton, three Miller High Lifes a day, and a glass of Johnny Walker Blue, a shot of Johnny Walker Blue. And look, George Burns, over 100 years of age, smoked five, six, seven cigars a day. There is something to that, lieutenants, where it is just so, not primitive is not the correct word, but being able to just enjoy something that is so basic, something that doesn't have any, really no big scientific uh, pedigree behind it. It's something very simple, something of nature. Cigars come right from the ground, the cigar tobacco leaves. When you look at beer, it comes from wheat, it comes from malt, it comes from barley. And the same thing with whiskey. Eggs, natural, same things with bacon. So, lieutenants, the moral of the story, don't ever listen to the enemies of pleasure Don't ever listen to the food police. Don't ever listen to those that would take away your right to enjoy a cigar. And don't ever listen to Michelle Obama's diet plan, which consists of dried, horrible food that is unedible. Enjoy yourself. Everything in moderation. Enjoy the good life. The National Cigar Litation Ceremony is next. The August selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is Casa Torrent from A. Torrent Cigars. While the wrapper on these beautiful cigars is from Mexico's San Andreas Negro Seed, the filler and binder are cultivated from a Cuban Seed Criollo variety, also grown in Mexico. These cigars are now available in the U.S. after being released in Europe and Canada previously. It's easy to join the Officers Club to have these cigars shipped directly to you. Just log on to CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, 
It's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Lieutenants, the Officers Club selection for August is the Casa Torrent, an absolutely luscious, magnificent-looking square-pressed cigar from A. Torrenti Compania down in Mexico. Little background, and I smoked this cigar about uh, three, four weeks ago here on the show. It was one of the winners that I spotted at the Cigar Retailers Convention. There are about three, four cigars that blew me away, and the Casa Torrent certainly was one of them. The Torrents have been growing cigar tobaccos and making cigars now for over 125 years, five generations. And I had the chance yesterday to spend several hours smoking a Casa Torrent and talking with Alejandro Torrent here in the Cigar City, and I will tweet out a picture of that in just a little bit, talking about their Casa Torrent, talking about some of the new cigars they're going to come out with. And the Torrents have been making the Tiamo brand for many years. Tiamo was a, a brand, still is a brand, very popular in the Northeast, very popular, obviously, in Mexico. And uh, they've had various iterations of the Tiamo, the original Tiamo, which is a mild-flavored cigar, the Tiamo World Selections, Four different country selection, very reasonably priced, still made, great cigar. And they decided they wanted to really come up with super premium cigars, something that really resembled what they're all about in terms of how they grow their cigar tobaccos. And their San Andrean Moron, or Maduro wrapper, is amongst the most highly prized wrapper now in the world. And we're seeing many brands that are starting to use that. It started two, three years ago, and now it's just exploding. So the Casa Torrent is a beautiful Maduro cigar, a beautiful Mexican San Andrean Moron, dark chocolate wrapper, nice and oily. The filler is about 70% San Andrean, with about 30% Esteli Nicaragua. It uses a double binder from Esteli and from San Andreas, and the filler is a combination of Esteli as well as San Andrean. It is a pleasant cigar. It's on the medium side, but touches of sweetness. It's very, very smooth. And in November, Alejandro told me they're also going to come out with another edition that has a Colorado wrapper, a San Andrean, more of a Colorado 
color, a Criollo wrapper, as well as a Corojo wrapper. So three different taste complexions, a couple of natural wrappers, the Marron. This comes in three sizes, 850 to 950 suggested retail. I have the Grand Robusto, which is almost a Toro size, about five and a half inches in length with about a 52, 54 ring gauge. And it's interesting because... Alejandro told me that they experimented with some 56, 60 ring gauges, but it just, they couldn't get capture the essence, the, the flavor that they wanted. So they're only making three sizes, but it is a delicious cigar. If you love the Padron 1964, you love the Padron 1926, if you love the Rocky, the new Rocky Patel 20th, very similar in complexion, the new Casa Torrent, the Officers Club selection for August. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Well, don't know if you can hear this. I just flicked the bottom. The, there's a built-in cutter on this beautiful Lotus lighter that was given to me. Geez, probably about a year ago. It's Syracuse orange is the color. Not just regular orange. It's Syracuse orange. A beautiful bright orange. It's a twin flame uh, lighter, but it's got a built-in bullet cutter, a piercer, which I will use today. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, I've got the twin flames. Don't know if you can hear that, but I've got the twin flames of this special Lotus Litation device. And each of the flames is angled at just about a 20-degree angle, so that about three-quarters of an inch from the from the exhaust uh, jets, or where the jets are, the flames intersect. Great way to light your cigar. Beautiful-looking lighter. Big tank, nice and heavy. That's what I will use today on this Casa Torrent. Cigar, cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Okay, I'm going to take the built-in piercer, and I'm going to just twist. I'm twisting, twisting, pulling it out, and it pulled out a beautiful-looking uh, just the top cap, nice circular bullet cut, very nice. Now, you can use one piercing, you can use two. I like to use a second, but not a full. I go uh, take maybe about a half, so what I do is I overlay the piercer on where the uh, opening currently is, about halfway, and then I'm going to bear down again because I like a lot of cool smoke. I don't like it all concentrated. I've just done that now. I'll gently toast the foot of this beautiful Casa Torrent. And as Alejandro and I were talking and enjoying ourselves, actually it was Thursday, so two days ago, I think I went through two of these cigars, and it was very easy because it was just so pleasant, gently puffing and rotating. Mm. Great flavor, great scent. Oh, absolutely the torrent. Gently blow on the foot of the cigar. Take another puff. The Torrents did a magnificent job on this stick. And, Lieutenants, the cigars went out earlier this week, a little bit later than normal. And the reason is the last few months we've just had cigars that are brand new. And those of you in the in the Officers Club, you are getting this cigar before anyone else in the country, anyone else in the nation. Just like in July, you were the first to get the La Palina Red Label. You were the first in the country, so that's two months in a row that you're getting cigars that nobody else in the country has received yet. You are the first, and that's why you should be a member of the Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Go to CigarDave.com and uh, click on Officers Club. Join right now. All right, so I will enjoy this Casa Torrent. Fantastic, very smooth. And uh, 
I did not pull out a libation today, but actually what I did is I pulled out some of my Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water coffee that, uh, that Premier Roasters down in Lackawanna, New York. I had a chance to visit uh, with Alex and their whole crew down at Premier Roasters, and I will tell you we are working on a special blend, a special roast, that I can't, it is so secretive I can't tell you, but all I'm going to say is the way we are going to age the beans, and after we roast the beans, what we're going to, where we're going to, what we're going to put the beans in, and then after the coffee is ground, where we're going to put that ground coffee, all I will say is, lieutenants, it's very appropriate that September is National Bourbon Heritage Month. I will leave it at that. But I'm just taking a little sip of this special espresso blend of coffee that Alex and I uh, worked on when I was up there. Let me take a sip. Mm. Ah, very nice. So, so smooth that I really don't need any sweetener. Just a touch of uh, stevia or Splenda. That's all you really need, but very nice. Even though it's an espresso roast, it's not overly roasted, so it's very, very smooth. Nice accompaniment to my Casa Torrent. All right, lieutenants, when we come back, I want to get in. There's two things I want to get into. I want to get into President Truman. 70 years ago, Beginning of August, he dropped. He made the decision to drop the atom bomb on Hiroshima and then subsequently Nagasaki. And I will tell you about how some of these pacifists and wussified beta males now are demanding an apology for what Truman did, the decision that he made in wartime. And then we'll talk about Jorge or George Ramos, the grandstanding supposed news anchor, really an activist, who took on Donald Trump. But we will get into that because I want to bring up a couple of points that the lamestream media has never brought up about George Ramos. He is, uh, in my estimation, not a true American. And I'll tell you why when we come back. The 2015 Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock is Saturday, November 21st at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tampa. The Alpha Male Good Life Maneuvers are presented by Davidoff and distilled by Jack Daniels. Your VIP tickets to the Alpha Pleasure Fest include Davidoff Cigars, Jack Daniels Libations, a scrumptious buffet fit for an Alpha Male, a special gift from Cigar Dave, and so much more. Tickets are on sale now at CigarDave.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Romeo and Juliet, a story of two passions combining to create a love that lasted through the ages. Today, 
the renowned Grupo de Maestros joined famed cigar maker's aging room to craft a new story, The Romeo, by Romeo y Julieta Aging Room Cigar. Immaculately constructed by aging room artisans under the guidance of the famed Grupo de Maestros, this Dominican Puro exemplifies the best qualities of two storied brands. Elegant and aromatic, Romeo by Romeo y Julieta's Aging Room is a rich, savory, medium to full-bodied cigar. A true work of love. Available now at your local tobacconist, pick up a Romeo by Romeo y Julieta Aging Room today and experience the love that occurs when two passions combine. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Alpha Male with Nads of Steel, the General Cigar Dave. Well, we are one week away from college football, two weeks away from the National Football League commencing their 2015 regular season. And as always, we do a special preview with ESPN analyst and college football expert extraordinaire and fellow cigar connoisseur Lee Corso. So next week, we conduct our college football preview. Always have an enjoyable time with the great Lee Corso. And we'll also do the following week a a special NFL preview. Love this time of year. The weather starts to cool down, at least here in the cigar-friendly state of Florida. And it cools down. The leaves start turning in the northeast, although it does mark the end of summer, which is kind of a bummer. However, we get football Saturdays, Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays. Cannot wait for that. And uh, also, lieutenants, in the second hour, we will replay the special live televised broadcast that we conducted with Davidoff. North, uh, North America, Davidoff USA, with Hans Christian Oishgard, their worldwide CEO, Jim Young, the Davidoff North America CEO, as well as Dylan Austin and Rich Krudick of uh, Davidoff North America. We'll be talking about the new brands that were launched by Davidoff and Avo, the the new Camacho uh, Barrel Age, the Avo Synchro Nicaragua, as well as the Davidoff Escurio, and talk about some of the other projects they have in development. That is in our number two. But let's talk, first of all, about World War II. Harry S. Truman, when he became president, when he was sworn in, immediately thereafter, when uh, FDR died, he was given a briefing. And amongst the briefing was a special weapon, uh, the Manhattan Project, that uh, scientists in the United States had been working on, the atom bomb, the most powerful bomb in the history of mankind, harnessing the atoms that are within nature and using them to create havoc and destruction, not for the sake of destruction, but for the sake of sparing and saving American lives and to end World War II. Well, Harry Truman, on August 6, 1945, gave the go-ahead to drop the first atom bomb on Hiroshima. A short time ago, an American airplane dropped one bomb on Hiroshima and destroyed its usefulness to the enemy. That bomb has more power than 20,000 tons of TNT. The Japanese began the war from the air at Pearl Harbor. They have been repaid many-fold, and the end is not yet. 
With this bomb, we have now added a new and revolutionary increase in destruction to supplement the growing power of our armed forces. In their present form, these bombs are now in production, and even more powerful forms are in development. It is an atomic bomb. It is a harnessing of the basic power of the universe. The force from which the sun draws its power has been loosed against those who brought war to the Far East. We are now prepared to destroy more rapidly and completely every productive enterprise the Japanese have in any city. We shall destroy their docks, their factories, and their communications. Let there be no mistake, we shall completely destroy Japan's power to make war. President Truman did exactly what needed to be done. He was resolute, he had nads of steel, he displayed alphaness, he displayed leadership characteristics, he made the decision and never looked back. Now on August 15th of this year, editorial in the Investor's Op-Ed, not editorial, an op-ed piece in Investor's Business Daily on their editorial page. And this op-ed piece by Rosario A. Iaconis, who is an adjunct professor of political science at Briarcliff College on Long Island, New York, wrote this op-ed piece with the title, Will Anybody Ever Apologize for Truman's Nuclear Horror? He starts out his op-ed piece by saying, Was Harry Truman a war criminal? Seventy years after ordering the atomic incineration of two densely populated Japanese cities, Hiroshima on August 6, 1945, and Nagasaki three days later, America's 33rd president remains the only world leader to have unleashed the horror of nuclear hellfire on civilians. Quote, I regarded the bomb as a military weapon and never had any doubt that it should be used, give him hell, Harry said in 1945. Goes on in this op-ed piece to say Truman was unrepentant insisting that his swift act of retribution against Japanese military bases ended the war and saved countless American and Japanese lives. Quote, the Japanese began the war from the air at Pearl Harbor. They have been repaid many-fold, as you just heard. Harry S. Truman did the right thing. But uh, Mr. Rosario likes to paint a picture that what Truman did was a war crime and that other leaders at the time disagreed, saying he didn't need to do this. Well, President Truman did the right thing. The Japanese attacked us. The Japanese attacked Americans in world uh, at Pearl Harbor, December 7th, 1941, a day that shall live in infamy. The Japanese began the war. They attacked us. We had the ability to end the war with massive firepower, as opposed to the wussified betas today that say, well, you, we should use proportional force. I don't believe in proportional force. I believe in using max power, maximum force, eliminate, eradicate the enemy. He had tried to get the Japanese to surrender. He had tried to end the war. Japanese, even after the first bomb was dropped, refused to surrender. It took a second bomb. Now, I don't know how many bombs. They say there were only two bombs. But if there were ten, if I was the president, I would have dropped all ten at the time until they surrendered. If it took five more, I would have finished them. This is war. We didn't start it. The government... The emperor of Japan started the war, period. We finished it. And I remember in the movie Tora, 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 uh, about uh, the attack on Pearl Harbor, one of the Japanese admirals, after seeing the devastation and people, the Japanese celebrating on the warship, he looked and said, this is no cause for celebration. I fear we have just unleashed a giant. And they were right, because America stood up and finished the war. At the end of this, he says, 
Wars, a war theory's concept of Ius in Bello holds that when nations wage war on non-combatants, use disproportionate or unreasonable force, or violate norms of civilized conduct, they commit acts that are tantamount to murder. To date, no American president, Democrat or Republican, has ever broadly or formally apologized for Harry Truman's cold-blooded atomic annihilation of Japanese civilians at Hirosh- in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Well, let me ask you this. Professor Iaconis, did the Japanese apologize to all the Americans that were killed and wounded on December 7, 1941 in Pearl Harbor? I think we know the answer to that. No. President Truman is not a war criminal. President Truman unleashed massive force as he should have. No apology should ever formally or broadly or informally ever be made to Japan. They started the war, and as President Truman said, we finished the war. End of discussion. Rosario Iaconis. This clown is teaching at Briarcliff College on Long Island. A wussified beta. Absolutely absurd. I don't even know if Rosario is a male or female. I could be wrong. It could be a female. But in any case, to say that when we we wage war on non-combatants, use disproportionate or unreasonable force, it's, it's an act tantamount to murder, B.S. Baloney. No way, shape, or form. Let's talk about Jorge Ramos, the man who poses as a news reporter and anchor of the Univision television program Noticiero Univision, who also hosts the Fusion TV English language program America with Jorge Ramos. I think they ought to change the name to Illegal Aliens with Jorge Ramos. Well, he stood up to Donald Trump. Uh, he, He went and tried to give a passionate speech and saying that there's no such thing as an illegal. Everybody has to be treated humanely. What are you going to do with 11 million? Listen, he's confusing illegal aliens with legal immigrants. He's trying to lump illegal immigrants, illegal aliens in the crowd of legal immigrants. And that's unacceptable. Nobody has a problem in this country with legal immigrants. And I do have a problem though with immigrants coming to this country and not assimilating this country. Doesn't mean they have to forget their, their, their native country. Doesn't have to mean they have to forget their religion. But what they do need to do is celebrate American traditions. Become an American. When my grandparents came to this country, they loved America. They wanted everything to be American. They displayed the flag proudly. I still have the illegal, it's now illegal, it's 48 stars on the flag that my grandfather, Cigar Abe, gave to me. Gave to my father, and then I have now. So Jorge Ramos came to this country when he was, I think, 25, 26, earned a master's degree in international studies at the University of Miami uh, back in, uh, I believe, the early uh, 80s. In 2008, Ramos became a United States citizen. And when he was asked on CNN's Anderson Cooper 360 if he was grandstanding, Ramos said no. I'm just a reporter asking questions, but I also believe, Anderson, you have to go the extra mile to be tough on those who are are in power. Well, here's a little note to Jorge Ramos. Donald Trump is not in power. Donald Trump is a private citizen. He may be running for office, but he is not in power. He doesn't pull anything on the government. So this is all blatant grandstanding and blatant nonsense. And he, Trump did the right thing. And of course, Ramos said, well, the rhetoric is creating a dangerous environment. No, it's not. Nobody's taking this out on all Hispanics or Latinos. But one little note, one little caveat. 
Jorge Ramos is an American citizen, but he also retained his Mexican citizenship. So he's a dual citizen. Well, here's what I say. Pick one or the other, Jorge. You want to be, you say America's the greatest country, then prove it. Disavow and renounce your Mexican citizenship. But you're playing both sides of the fence. That's like being a Packers fan and a Bears fan at the same time. That's a load of poppycock. Jorge Ramos, you are an enemy of America until you renounce your citizenship in Mexico. Lieutenants, hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show comes your way. We'll be talking with the great people from Davidoff as we replay the hour that we uh, recorded and did live back from the IPCPR in July. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Back in mid-July, we had the great pleasure of hosting some great people from Davidoff North America and Davidoff Worldwide on our exclusive live televised broadcast from the 2015 International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention in New Orleans. And we spent the entire hour speaking with Hans Christian Oishgard, the worldwide CEO of Davidoff Jim Young, the president of Davidoff North America, as well as Rich Krudick and Dylan Young, brand managers for Davidoff, Avo, and Camacho, respectively, talking about the new Davidoff Escurio, talking about the new Avo Synchro Nicaragua, and talking about the new Camacho Barrel Aged. It was a great show, and we present it to you today so that you are fully aware of the great cigars coming from Davidoff, Avo, and Camacho. We hope you enjoy Long-ash greetings and salutations. A long-ash snappy salute. Cigar Dave, the general front and center from Broadcast Plaza 1A, Command Center Alpha. And it is my pleasure to welcome the entire hour, some great friends of the Cigar Dave Show and myself personally. First of all, we've got joining us all the way from Switzerland, the CEO, worldwide CEO of Oettinger Davidoff, Hans Christian Oishgard. HK, great to see you once again. Great to be here. Thank you, Dave. And I love the aroma of your Escurio. I'm very jealous that I'm going to be lighting up in just a few minutes. And uh, Jim Young, the CEO of Davidoff North America, fellow Cigar City resident, great to see you. We've got Dylan Young, the brand manager for Camacho, and Rich Krudick, the brand manager for Davidoff, Avo, Winston Churchill. Have I forgotten anything? No, you're good. I'm good. That pretty much, that pretty much covers it all. Every year I say, uh, two years ago you launched the Davidoff Nicaragua. Right. And I said... To Rich, I said, "Boy, you've really elevated the bar. You're going to have to outdo yourself." And he said, "Don't worry, we've got things, you know, on the table." And they did. And this year, once again, the Davidoff Escurio. I was privileged enough to attend the launch party in Miami. 
what an incredible event, what an incredible cigar. And uh, Rich, you may have outdone yourself. Well, you know, we try. I mean, that's always the challenge every year. We set the standard, we got to do it better. This is all about a lifestyle that is about pleasure, appreciating the finer things in life, and what a better way than a cigar to uh, sort of walk into that whole universe. It's just a, a beautiful bridge into having a relaxing time, sharing good times with friends, and basically spend uh, time beautifully. And I like the time you know, spent beautifully. And when you think about it, people say, well, what's your favorite cigar? And I say, it's whoever I'm smoking the cigar with. Exactly. And people say to me, well, if you could smoke the cigar with anybody in the world, who would it be? It would be my grandfather, Cigar Abe, who loves cigars. I don't care what cigar it would be. It's just the fact that you're bonding, you're sharing times. And that's really what a cigar is all about. It's about enjoying people's personalities, enjoying the camaraderie, the fellowship, and that's priceless. Exactly, and therefore it is, it is so uh, annoying to have this whole discussion about regulation because cigar, enjoying a cigar has very little to do with smoking, as you say. It's, 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 it's a lifestyle, it's camaraderie, it's, it's, it's sharing good times. You know, it's amazing because uh, when I started the show 20 years ago, we didn't have the enemies of pleasure, we didn't have the pleasure police. We basically lit a cigar, we enjoyed ourselves, we didn't have to worry about taxation and onerous regulations. I always say the people that are coming up with these bureaucratic regulations, the people at the FDA, they must be so miserable to want to inflict such misery on other people. I mean, we as cigar connoisseurs, we're all happy, we're friendly, we're enjoying ourselves, nobody's mopey around here, but you go to Washington, it's a totally different story, Jim. The legitimate concerns of underage uh, smoking and health, health issues and so on, it's a legitimate concerns, but there's no data at all, Dave, as you know, that says right now that premium cigars are having an unusual impact on young people. Uh, and there's no data yet uh, on any of the adverse health uh, issues that, that people talk about. And so you can't regulate around, around uh, data that doesn't exist. I wish they would just come out and watch people because it's not, you never see people, HK, you travel around the world on airplanes. We all are on airplanes. You never see people running off an airplane going to light a cigar because they haven't been able to smoke a cigar for the last <laughs> hour, two hours. You were 16 hours on a plane. You didn't rush off and say, I got to go light a cigar. Exactly. You don't see that. No, no, exactly. It's totally different uh, consumption pattern and nothing to do with other tobacco products or cigarettes in general. This is when you have time because you need 45 minutes an hour uh, for, to enjoy a cigar. And as we know, it's, it's you know, the average cigar smoker smoke three cigars a week, so right. it's again, you know, very, very different. So that's, we have to get the bureaucrats to understand. Before we get into Davidoff Escurio and all the other great products that you've been launching, uh, that you are launching at this year's IPCPR, I'd like to talk about your perception of what uh, the cigar connoisseurs are around the world, the markets around the world. You just came back from Hong Kong. I, I follow you on Twitter. Uh, you are all over the world. You have a global, truly global perspective. So we see most of the issues here in the United States. We see what people enjoy in the United States. How does the United States differ from the cigar connoisseurs and uh, the ability to enjoy a cigar in the rest of the world? Well, actually, it is funny you say that because when you sit in your own pond, you think that you are the, the, the worst regulator. And I have to admit that, that still America is actually, you know, a very liberal place for being able to enjoy a cigar. I just came back from Asia, as you said, and there we have now a couple of countries which are banning smoking in casinos and, and, and in all sorts of places. So it's, it's, it's tough everywhere. But I think if we go to the American cigar connoisseur, I say there are, tea, there are three, I always say this is sort of a hybrid. The Americans like, you know, big cigars, but not right. too strong. The Europeans like small cigars, but very strong. 
and the Asians is sort of in between, but I seem to think that they are moving much more in the way of the American market, so that same taste preferences, and that's obviously why Davidoff has a great run out there as well. I'll never forget, uh, somebody from Europe came and uh, spent some time with me, and he said, I don't know what it is about you Americans. You always have to have new and exciting, and we just like our, our traditional sizes, and that's really, I think, what America is all about. We want new. We, we're always looking, and I say, if you're a cigar connoisseur, every year it gets more and more exciting because there's more new great products in the humidor. And think about it. Two years ago, there was no Davidoff Nicaragua, one of the best-selling cigars now in the country. Right. How do we live without that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can tell you the good news is that also the European are getting into what's new, what's new. So we are seeing old Europe, thankfully, also breaking right. up and getting excited about innovation. Well, I think you've really changed. If you look at Davidoff over the last even three years, you, you've been now worldwide CEO four years, five years? Yes, four and a half. Four yeah. years. Yeah. It is a totally different company. Look at the products and the just the, just in general, just the whole attitude of creating new products and experimenting and going outside that Dominican cigar, mild cigar uh, uh, realm. And that's all really because you gave them the mandate along with Jim and uh, the rest of the troops carried it out. Yeah, absolutely. But, but what was extremely important was we wanted to make a difference in this industry by fundamentally saying we are brands. We are not linked to a particular territory or origin, but we can build brands. And that's, I think, what, what Rich and Dylan and, and, and the entire team has done beautifully. That You can see when you walk into our booth today that these brands now have distinct personalities. And that means that we cater to different consumers. And that's what it's all about. If we're just switching people between Avo and David and Camacho we haven't achieved very much so this is really targeted at very specific people with very specific taste preference and we have now less and less overlap which is great and you, you dragged Hanky Kellner the great uh, tobacco man cigar man down in the Dominican Republic you dragged him kicking and screaming but yes. now he's a willing participant <laughs> he's, a, he, he's now embracing Nicaragua from his first statement which was this is mission impossible but he obviously did it all right let's talk uh, Jim you started uh, is this your third IPCPR show or is it four? This is my. Um, this is actually my fourth, and um, my first one. I came here prior to actually joining. Hans Christian wanted to introduce. That's me. when I first met you. That's right. That's right. So yeah, the, the last one. The first thing we did uh, after the after our first one, we, we took Davidoff from behind closed doors and put it out and introduced it to the booth. Um, and it was for a good reason. I think that the, the sentiment behind that was let's not put Davidoff in front of folks. Uh, who, who can't have it because it's exclusive, it's distributed in about 250 stores across the country and of course our own flagships. Uh, but the other thing we did, uh, in addition to enhancing the booth, bringing the brands alive in the booth, as, as Hans Christian has said, is we introduced our Golden Band Awards. Right. And uh, this is sort of our, uh, our version of the Oscars. Uh, and it's to celebrate and recognize uh, the, the, one of the keys to our success these last few years, the retailers. And they've been doing a great job and um, you know, uh, we have to celebrate what's been accomplished there because that's where the moment of truth happens. When the consumer comes in the store, he's, he's in front of a, a staff member, he's in the humidor, and our brands have to come alive at that point as well. And what's interesting about the cigar industry, especially the premium cigar industry, it is still primarily a family-owned mom-and-pop type business. It is not like walking into a Home Depot or a big box retailer and there's no uh, personal connection. Many people that go to cigar retailers, they do it because of that personal connection. Right. No, you're right. Absolutely. And there's, you know, there's retailers and then there's retailers. And uh, you know, our philosophy is no matter where you are on that scale, uh, we want to take, uh, we want to work with you, move you up the scale, improve the standards, and if you're prepared to put in uh, the effort uh, to, to make that happen, 
and we're persuaded that and, and convinced that you're, you're going to benefit and you're going to sell more because our, our philosophy, uh, Dave, and it's you know it's not everybody operates this way. Our philosophy is not to put product in their humidors, it's to sell product out of those humidors. You grow their business, and ours will grow with them. And you do it with great product. And we do, we got that critical component. You know, we've, we've come out with, uh, you know, I think our portfolio now is very, very balanced, and we've got energy, we've got resources behind our, our, core, our core brands, Davidoff, Avo, Camacho, Room 101, and it's working, you know, and so uh, our, our intent is to keep that going through innovation, through great marketing, uh, and, and, and the investment it takes to, to continue to activate those brands in the market. And you've also made a conscious effort to increase the Davidoff retail presence of branded Davidoff stores across the world. But where we live in the cigar city of Tampa, you partnered with Jeff Borshowitz of Corona Cigar in Orlando, and he's going to be opening later this fall, just about uh, two and a half miles from the Pleasure Palace. So it's going to be a very easy ride for me. He's already promised me Locker 1A, and that is a... Oops, I, I thought he... You're one, I'm one. No, no, 1A, then comes one. Okay. <laughs> as long as he's not 1B. That's exactly right. And that's, a, that's going to be a magnificent, magnificent... Yeah. And really, that's your headquarters city in the United States, so it really should be a, a magnificent flagship, and it will be. Absolutely. You know, Tampa, we've been thinking about this uh, for some time, and, uh, and when we, we started to talk about it with Jeff, and as you know, Jeff uh, also has a premium bar concept inside of it, so this represented a wonderful opportunity for us to take our new retail concept and, and apply it to uh, a, a premium spirits and, uh, and liquor environment, and um, it, the renderings we've seen of that store are outstanding. It's pretty sizable, 5,000 square feet, and uh, opening up sometime in November. And uh, we're looking forward to. I'm looking forward to spending some time beautifully with you, Dave. Down. You there. always tell me that, Jim. <laughs> but uh, you know, you're always traveling out and about. And we've always we've we've been saying this for I don't know how many years. We have. I, I said we're going to come to the Pleasure Palace. We'll throw some steaks on the grill. We'll light up some cigars, some great libations. Done. So we're all going to be there. We're going to we're going to do it. I know you're going to be HK. I think in October. Yeah. Early November. Early November. So yeah. we're going to do that. And we've got a big event that we'll talk about in just a little bit in November in Tampa as well. Cigar Dave's exclusive telecast with the folks from Davidoff North America from the 2015 IPCPR at CigarDave.com. They discuss the brand new Davidoff Escorio, the Avo Synchro Nicaragua, the Camacho. American Barrel Aged and more. Watch these exclusive telecasts anytime on CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. 
for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next, how about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. As we continue with our coverage from the 2015 International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention, let me remind you that all of the live, exclusive, televised broadcasts are available in archive form at CigarDave.com. If you head over there now, you can watch the exclusive televised broadcast. And we rejoin Rich Krudick talking about the Davidoff Winston Churchill, a cigar that was rebranded, relaunched earlier this year that has been an absolute home run. It's a beautiful cigar, and we can talk about that cigar with Rich Krudick and the entire Davidoff team. Let's talk about some of the great new cigars. Rich, uh, Rich Krudick, the brand manager for Davidoff and Avo and Winston Churchill. You have been a very busy boy the last year because, and I say that uh, uh, with absolute respect, because every time I come to see you, you're like, you can't say anything, General, but let me show you some stuff we're working on. And then I leave an hour and a half later, you know, he shows me this book that's, uh, you know, like an encyclopedia. And, uh, and you never fail to amaze me. Came out with the Davidoff Escurio. And, and actually, earlier this year, we started with the Davidoff Winston Churchill. So let's talk about that first, then let's go into Escurio. Winston Churchill, as we knew, we had a Winston Churchill product before, but it was time to kind of give it a refresh like we've done with some of our other brands. And, um, you know, here in the States, we always celebrate Winston Churchill, kind of the war hero, but, but he was really a, com a complex man. So we wanted to really highlight that and make the cigars as complex as the man himself. You know, he was a, a, a commander, a raconteur, you know, an artist, many different facets. And it was time to honor him that way. When you take a look at the cigar, it, it, it was out originally. It was a very expensive cigar. 
it was a great cigar, but you wanted to come in and totally reshape it, give it that new Davidoff, I don't want to say hipper image, but more the contemporary presentation. And just the silhouette alone, you look at that, without even a name, you know it's Winston Churchill. It was important. It was important to bring it into the Davidoff family. Before, it was kind of almost on the fringe. It was made in the Davidoff factory, but kind of just hidden on the box. So it was time to kind of give it the, let's say, the white label treatment. You know what's amazing is talk about HK uh, political correctness and the enemies of pleasure. There was, I talked about this a few years ago on the show, in London there was a big museum exhibit with Winston Churchill. Right. And as we know, Winston Churchill always had a cigar in his mouth. There's a famous picture of him with the V for victory and the cigar in his mouth. Right. They had a huge, giant banner made. I think it was like you know, 10, 10 feet wide by 10 feet tall as you walked in. They photoshopped the cigar out of the oh, picture, absolutely. which I felt that is revisionist history. That is unacceptable. Totally. And that sets a very bad and dangerous right. precedent. And, uh, and they got a lot of blowback right. from it. But, but I, have, it I have to say on, on that now, you know, this year is the 50th anniversary of, of, of Winston passing. And basically that has come back in a nice way. So that political correctness is thankfully no longer there. And even in France, the country of regulations up to here have also a big exhibition right now and they show all the pictures with cigars, which is in France is unheard of. So thankfully there are some reasonable guys who is bringing some of this in its right place. Right. Well, it's history. And yeah. to change that to me is there's something very sinister about that. Yeah. All right, so Rich, uh, tell me about the brand, a cigar architecture of the Winston Churchill. Wrapper, filler, binder, flavor, complexion. Yeah, it's, it's a very complex cigar. It has five different tobaccos. It has uh, Dominican, um, it has Nicaraguan, Honduran, I believe, and also uh, I think a little bit of Peruvian. So very complex. And that Peruvian gives it just a little bit of kick. Just enough. Just enough. Just enough. Like everything we would do with Davidoff, we're bringing new taste experiences, but at the end of the day, it always has that refinement and sophistication. Right. It still Davidoff. has to be a pleasant cigar to, to smoke. There can't be any harshness, and there isn't in that cigar. It's a very elegant. And the presentation with the white box and the, the blue and the, the, the silhouette is just off the charts. The silhouette is beautiful, simple, but very, very impactful. You know, one thing that Davidoff does that most other manufacturers don't do, which I absolutely love, is selling the cigars in the five-pack. I find that when I travel, playing golf, you want to go, uh, some people go hunt, some people go fish, put five, a nice five pack in there, you don't have to worry about the cigars getting crushed and you've got enough to last you for a couple and, of days. And Dave, it's a great concept for the retailers, those, those that understand, want to understand and try it. A, a consumer comes in, he's looking to buy one, maybe two, <laughs> it's a great upsell opportunity for a retailer and the consumer walks away happy with a five pack, sticks it in his pocket, whether he's going to play golf, going for a short trip or whatever. And it actually, it, it actually sells quite well. Our, our, our packs are a, a pretty significant percentage uh, of our business in Davidoff and in Avo and in Camacho. But as you know, Winston Churchill smokes 350,000 cigars over his lifetime. That's a lot of five packs. And he, that's a lot of five packs and he lived to, what was he, 86, 87? 91. He was 91? Right. You know, if he would have drank less and he would have smoked cigars less, he would have lived to 92. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always reminded of the George Burns quote, because George Burns smoked, I don't know, five dead cigars a day since the time he was, I don't know, 1820. And when he hit 100, they said, what do your doctors think about you smoking all these cigars? He said, I don't know, they're all dead. <laughs> all right, when we come back, I am going to like this Davidoff Escurio that I have been salivating to like since we started the show at the top of the hour. Our guest today, we've got Hans Christian Oishgaard. We've got Jim Young, we've got Dylan Austin, Rich Krudick of Davidoff, Camacho, Avo. We will continue our exclusive live televised coverage from New Orleans. 
the Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is Casa Torrent from A Torrent Cigars. Casa Torrent consists of a dark San Andreas Maduro wrapper, binders from Mexico and Nicaragua, and fillers from Nicaragua and Mexico. These cigars are now available in the U.S. for the first time. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com. In the fertile fields of the Connecticut River Valley, there is still one cigar brand who grows their own Connecticut shade wrappers, Monte Cristo. Prized for its unique silky texture, this exquisite tobacco has now been used to craft a cigar worthy of its name, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut. Building on the legacy of the beloved Monte Cristo White series, this excellent medium to full-bodied cigar is rich, flavorful, and complex. Crafted with only the finest vintage 2008 wrapper leaves, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut Cigar has subtle notes of spices, vanilla, and hazelnuts. Packaged in a gorgeous handcrafted box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Pick up a Monte Cristo White Vintage today and experience the spirit of the valley. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. We present to you this encore presentation of our live exclusive televised broadcast from the 2015 International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention in New Orleans that took place mid-July. And for Litation, we will enjoy the Davidoff Escurio as we continue our conversation with Hans Christian Oishgar, Jim Young, Dylan Austin, and Rich Krudik of Davidoff North America. So uh, you have all uh, lit up the Davidoff Escurio, and while I get ready to do this, Rich, how about telling me a little bit about this magnificent cigar? I had the privilege and pleasure of attending the launch party in Miami. Again, five-star, over-the-top uh, uh, evening from Davidoff. And this is very different. I don't think I've ever seen a, a Davidoff with any Brazilian tobacco in it before. You pushed Hanky even more. Yeah, it's really a great, intense, sweet, and spicy experience. The, uh, the wrapper is Ecuadorian. On the binder, we use a, a Cuban Criollo kind of Brazilian uh, binder that gives it the, the spiciness. And then in the, in the filler, we use the Brazilian Matafina that gives it the, the sweetness. And then it's refined with the Dominican tobacco to give it that Davidoff sophistication. And what's interesting is a little bit of spiciness, a little bit of sweetness, it's, but it's not overpowering. It's not over the top. It's just very, very subtle all the way around. And uh, just like the Davidoff Nicaragua, which has a lot of flavor, it's just very well balanced. I mean, th th that's what we do. That's, that's Hanky's uh, secret sauce in a way, right? Like I said, we're bringing new people into the brand new experiences, but always in the Davidoff way. 
keep talking. I'm I'm enjoying my cigar. <laughs> the Winston Churchill day, while Rich is, uh, while you're lighting, the Winston Churchill brand, uh, I have to say, the launch has uh, substantially exceeded all of our expectations. We, uh, in, in only a few months, uh, already have achieved our, our full year goals, and, and believe it or not, uh, as, as enormous as the Nicaragua launch for us, Winston Churchill's on pace to actually exceed it. And, it, you know, that was a, that was a very, very... Really? It, yeah. Yes. And that was a soft launch. There was no big fanfare really made of that launch. You didn't have the big party, you didn't have... It was before the IPCPR, it was right in the middle of the year. Well, we had a launch. We did have a well, lovely launch event uh, in Manhattan in December, I think it was, Rich. Yes. Rich, baby, can talk a little bit about how we activated the brand throughout our retail uh, network, and, and that actually has been one of the, the best features about it. Yeah, we actually had a beautiful event in New York City where Hans Christian Kata emceed. We had Randolph Churchill from the Churchill family there. We did a Q&A, and uh, as usual, we had our, our big kind of reveal, uh, a beautiful silhouette of Winston Churchill that we all walked through, and that kind of set the tone. And then, like everything we do, we have a full 360 marketing plan, and, uh, and we talked about that beautiful silhouette, and we made sure that silhouette was present everywhere you went. But what's interesting is, in the past, you've always primarily launched cigars right around the Cigar Retailers Convention. But with Winston Churchill, it was the beginning of the year. Uh, and let's face it, people want to smoke cigars year-round. It's not as if only one time of year. So you launched it. And of course, I see in the booth, you're writing a lot of orders for the Winston Churchill. Right. And that, and that was the exact reason. We know, hey, we live in Florida. That's the perfect time to smoke a cigar, right? That's exactly Texas, right. Texas, uh, you know, California, Arizona. Th these are great markets right in season. And there's no reason why we can't yep. launch something. We're really living in the cigar city of Tampa. We really get spoiled. Uh, because we can smoke cigars year-round, and uh, in fact, we had lunch at Capitol Grill, Rich. I think it was February, late February, early March. Yep. It was uh, while it was like 10 degrees up north. It was 70 degrees. We're sitting outside smoking a cigar and uh, lamenting on how lucky we were to be able to do that. Exactly. And, and it really is uh, not everybody can do that. And it is more difficult today to enjoy a cigar in the Northeast and Midwest because of all those restrictions. So the retailer and, and what you're doing with the the branded Davidoff store concept, where there are very, very elegant lounges where people can actually sit, buy a cigar, and smoke the cigar. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We, you know, we have our, our store concept, and, and included, of course, in that store is the retail space, uh, walk-in humidor, and, uh, and, a, and an inviting, warm uh, Davidoff lounge, which, of course, is very popular during those winter months. And, and we have uh, Davidoff branded lounges in increasing numbers in our appointed merchants as well, all done to the Davidoff uh, style and, and, and format and, uh, and, and so we're doing our bit to, to make sure folks during the, the cold months have a place to go and enjoy cigars with, uh, without the pleasure police around. Right. Tell me Rich, what was the, when, with the Davidoff Escurio, what was the, how did this all come about, what was the, the mission, how, how did you, when you said this is what we want to try, how did it all, give us the, the, the background, the really the inside look. But we're trying to provide different taste experiences. Before, we were just known as a, a kind of a Dominican brand, but it was time to branch out, bring new people into the Davidoff family. So first, we started with Nicaragua, which we talked about was a great success. Right. So you know, we kind of brainstormed and said, what would be another great region, a great another taste experience to go to? And we, we landed on Brazil. And also, from a historical standpoint, when you look at Zeno Davidoff, the man, he traveled through much of South America to kind of find these different taste experiences. So in a way, it kind of brings us a little bit of a full circle. And, and we wanted 
wanted to bring that sweet and spicy taste, and that's what the Brazilian tobacco does. Did you start knowing you wanted to use Brazilian tobacco? You know, like we talk, and I show you the book, right? right. Our innovation cycle is getting uh, pr pretty, uh, pretty long. So we, we started talking about this probably almost a year and a half, two years ago. Right. So, uh, you know, it takes time because, once again, we want to put out a great product. So it takes time to source the tobacco, you know, work with it, test it. And maybe Hans Christian can, can speak to this, but we test our blends. We go through many, many blends before we land on the final one. How come I'm not on the testing panel? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm seven miles from the uh, headquarters. No, but the tasting panel is in Switzerland. I'll be happy to visit. <laughs> Just tell me when. Dave, one of the, just to build on uh, what Rich uh, has said there, you know, what we learned and what we had hoped out of uh, Nicaragua, two out of, two out of three Nicaragua, Davidoff Nicaragua smokers are from outside the Davidoff franchise, so they're new, they're new to the brand. What do you attribute that to? Just the <clears throat> taste profile? The, absolutely. The, 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 I, absolutely, the style, the taste profile, you know, very, a, a break from what people have come to expect from Davidoff. Uh, you know, with, with even though there is a range of Davidoff, this, this takes us into new plate from new territories. Um, and, uh, you know, Davidoff, I'm, I'm going to steal Hans Christian's line here, but Davidoff uh, is a brand, not a territory. And, uh, and that has opened up our brains and minds to think about how can we bring the experience of Davidoff to people whose tastes may be slightly different than what they traditionally expect from Davidoff. I think that is obvious you know, that people have always recognized the quality and the consistency of the white label, but clearly it is a Dominican blend and therefore a certain somewhat milder profile. And by introducing the black line or the discovery pillar, as we call it, is essentially to really get a completely new balance to this to this brand so we can really have uh, Davidoff Nicaragua, Davidoff Escuria and whatever is next being that pillar that can reach completely different consumers. And I have to say also slightly younger consumers, people uh, 25 and up are very intrigued about the whole package. It's, it's Again, it's a brand, it's an exciting taste experience, but it's also first and foremost a, a journey into something new. Marv Levy, the uh, Hall of Fame former head coach of the Buffalo Bills had a great saying, you have to change with the times or the times will change you. Right. And Davidoff over the last four years has really changed with the times. We, we absolutely have and I think that is, you know, we, we are celebrating our 140 years uh, anniversary this year as a company and if we were a prisoner of that history, we, we would be changed. But we have really tried now to get ahead of the game and making sure that we are relevant to the consumer of tomorrow and the day after tomorrow. That's otherwise, you know, uh, we won't make it. So this, this has been a very, very important transformation and has created new energy in the company and obviously among the retailers as well. You're just like Winston Churchill was a great personality that people knew, so too was Zeno Davidoff. Right. Uh, talk a little bit about Zeno Davidoff because many people know the Davidoff name but they may not realize just what a unique uh, individual and he really was a great personality at the time with a very small store. Incredible. You know, he, it was his, his parents that, that fled uh, Russia. Uh, um, and, and settled up in, in Geneva. His father opened that famous store that we bought uh, in 1970. And, and Sino Davidov was really the son of this cigarette. His father made handmade cigarettes and he went out to the world. And as Rich was saying earlier, one of, actually his very first trip was to Brazil and obviously ended up in Cuba. And what, what made Sino Davidov famous was that he was the man who opens the world's first humidor. I mean, so people would flock to Geneva to get these perfectly humidified uh, cigars. So, so he really invented that, number one. And number two, which is very important to our philosophy today, is that he was an incredible retailer in terms of customer service. He had the famous line, I have no customers, I only have guests as my home. And the other famous line, if your life do wife doesn't like the aroma of your cigars, change wives. Right, exactly. <laughs> you <laughs> had to say that. That book, I actually got a <laughs> copy of that book that was translated. I found it, at, I, somebody gave it to me, I think they found it on eBay. 
But when you read that book, it is just as relevant today with all the technology as it was when he wrote it. I don't know what it was, 50 years ago, 60 years ago? And maybe, maybe that could be an idea to bring that book back, uh, another publishing and some sort of gift pack, because it really, I think people that smoke cigars also are fascinated by the history and the personalities behind it. But what a great book. All right, before we get into uh, Avo, I don't want to leave Dylan Austin <laughs> out of the picture here. Dylan Camacho had a huge repackaging, re-image two, three years ago that has been off the charts. Uh, the, the, the Camacho Ecuador, you know, that's one of my favorites. The BG Meyer, another fantastic cigar, which is out of this world. But this year, about a month ago, you sent me a couple of samples to try, and you said, try these generals, see what, what, what you think. And I called you back, and I said, these are great. What are they? You'll say, you'll, you'll see in a few weeks. Well, it was the American Barrel Age by Camacho. And uh, again, you raise the bar again, huge hit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, American Barrel Age for me is probably one of the, the funnest cigars that we've built. Right? Um, also has a little bit of a personal story for me as well. So my, my mother-in-law actually worked for Eladio for 15 years. So getting to work with him on this project for me was very special. Eladio is, is, works down in Tobacco's Dominicanos. Yeah, absolutely, head blunder. Head blunder, so this is, this is made in the Dominican? Yeah, made in the Dominican, so that's an important thing also. That's so, so you're right, because again, getting away from, oh, Camacho's just Honduras, you threw a curveball in there, Dylan, yep. but that's, yep. that's interesting. <laughs> but I, I did not realize that, I had no idea. Yeah. The other great thing about the product too is, is that we, you know, we go back to what's important to us with the original Corojo leaf that we've used. And that's the component that's actually the, the barrel age component of it. So we use one leaf in the filler that's been aged in the bourbon barrels for five months. And you've got at your display, which we're going to show because we took a tour and, and we spoke to you a couple of days ago, you've got a very neat display where you've got the bourbon barrels and you've got what looks to be fire and smoke coming out of it. So talk about the process. Yeah, so, so the fire and smoke, I mean, you know, that, that's really where bourbon gets its character, right? So it's the firing of the barrel that gives the bourbon its character, its color. Um, and it's also what's impacting the tobacco as well. You know, so you get this really great sweetness, you get this really great oakiness, um, you know, from the time that it's spent in the barrel. Give us the flavor complexion overall. When you started with this, did you have a preconceived notion of what you were looking for, or you just kind of let the tobaccos take you to the end result? I, I let our master builders take us there. It was actually funny. I was, I was actually at Rich's house. Uh, we were doing a marketing meeting, and I was briefing the guys, uh, Javier Plantada, who's our head of global production, Eladio, and some of the other guys at the factory. I was briefing them on what I wanted to do, and they said, yeah, yeah, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this, uh, <laughs> which was great. You know, uh, you know those guys, are, those guys uh, you know, make the magic, not us, but you know, the concept was there, and they, they really took it to the next level. Talk, who do you think the, the Camacho consumer, right? Because it's really, I see people all over the board, but is there one specific consumer that you really try to target for the Camacho brand? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, the, the consumers that we're seeing that are now starting to gravitate to the brand here, we're also seeing in Europe as well. It's, it's the bold, manly guy, right? The alpha male. The alpha male, absolutely. No wussified betas allowed. If you want Camacho, you better have Nads of Steel. That's how it is. Yeah, we're seeing it everywhere. I mean, you're seeing it in Switzerland, you're seeing it in Austria. I mean, you're seeing it all over the world. These guys are starting to gravitate. But even though it's bold, the Camacho Connecticut is a beautiful, smooth, creamy cigar. What did I tell you, Dill? What do I love to yeah, do on Sunday? It's what you smoke in the morning. That's right. I go, I walk my dog, Sultan, have a nice power walk, sit outside, have a nice cup of espresso or coffee, and fire up a Camacho a Corona. I just love that size. It's a classic size, and it's so smooth. But even though it's the whole tagline is bold, you really have something for everybody in that lineup. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and the Camacho Connecticut also has that element of Corojo. Right, so it has that core DNA of what Camacho is from, from a blend. 
Um, you know, it's, it's not mild by any means, you know what I mean? But uh, it can be enjoyed by everybody. Um, you know, we've got a, a wide array of flavors throughout the lines. Um, you know, an American barrel takes us, you know, to a whole new level. And it's, it's very subtle. It's not like you're going to taste a flavored cigar with bourbon. It's very, very subtle. And I think a lot of it's just the actual aging just gives you that very unique subtleties. It's not as if uh, you're smoking a cigar that's imbued with or imbibed with, with bourbon. Yeah, very that, different. That's, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was, that was also by design in the process, too, right? It's not about infusing the cigar. It's about aging the tobacco in the barrel. And when we come back, we will talk about the uh, unprecedented release for Avo. It's the Avo Synchro Nicaragua. Again, Avo always Dominican Republic. Now we've got an Avo from Nicaragua and a square press cigar that's off the charts. We continue from the IPCPR convention, New Orleans, Louisiana. The 2015 Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock is Saturday, November 21st at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tampa. The Alpha Male Good Life Maneuvers are presented by Davidoff and distilled by Jack Daniels. Your VIP tickets to the Alpha Pleasure Fest include Davidoff Cigars, Jack Daniels Libations, a scrumptious buffet fit for an Alpha Male, a special gift from Cigar Dave, and so much more. Tickets are on sale now at CigarDave.com. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap, using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle. Always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. For our final segment, we continue with our encore presentation 
of our live exclusive televised broadcast from the 2015 International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention in New Orleans last July. And we had the opportunity to talk with Bill and Austin about the new Camacho American Barrel Age and with Rich Krudick about the new Avo Synchro Nicaragua. And I remind you that we have an exclusive televised interview with the great Avo Uvesian. He made a surprise visit, unexpected visit, at the IPCPR convention. And I was privileged and delighted to be able to share 10, 15 minutes with Avo talking about his great brands, the new Avo Synchro. I know you'll enjoy it. So go to CigarDave.com. You can watch all of our exclusive televised broadcasts in archive form, as well as the great interview we did with Avo. Before we move on to Avo, I do want to bring up with Dylan the fact that the American barrel-aged Camacho has a lot of American tobacco in it. Yeah, it's almost all American tobacco. Um, so the wrapper is Connecticut Broadleaf. It's got a Connecticut Broadleaf binder. It's got Connecticut Broadleaf in the filler. It also has a little bit of Pennsylvania Maduro, and it has that one leaf of the original Corojo from Honduras that's been aged in the barrel. So it's primarily American? Yeah, primarily American. of one leaf. Yeah, absolutely. And that's interesting because we think of Connecticut Broadleaf as a wrapper, and sometimes as a binder, but never as a filler. Right, absolutely, which, uh, which gives that smoke the intensity and the earthiness that, that, that you get from broadleaf tobacco. And that's interesting that uh, you talk about Javier Plantada and, and Eladio down in the Dominican Republic. Were they the ones that took the lead on that, that said, let's try that? No, I, I kind of gave them the recipe and wh where I wanted to go, um, you know, and they kind of made the magic happen. So Real quick, i got a great story about Javier Plantada. I knew him when he was at Tabacalera way, way back, and he was on with me, I think, in Nashville, and I've been pronouncing my Spanish pronunciation because uh, he said, no, the correct is Tabacalera. <laughs> so I said that. So I had him on, and I said, and Javier, I've been working on it. It's Tabacalera. How was my pronunciation? He goes, I, excellent. I give you F. <laughs> I said, F, that's failure. He goes, oh, I didn't know that. I thought F was good. <laughs> so, no, A was good. And, and of course, he is uh, somebody now that's, that's in charge of all your worldwide production, Absolutely. an incredible person in the world of cigars, been in it for a long time, and a wonderful gentleman to be. It is. He's really a caballero. Uh, he's a Spanish gentleman. Caballero. And uh, he has brought a lot to us. And obviously, with the complexity and our expanding footprint, you know, we are building a new factory in Honduras. Uh, he, he's just the right guy and, and, uh, and a pleasure to work with for everybody. All right. Let me bring in Rich Krudick one more time here. We want to talk about the Avo Synchro Nicaragua. Rich, when you told me about the plans with Avo and you showed me what the cigar was going to look like. It, the picture didn't do it justice. When I saw the box and I saw the cigar, I was just absolutely blown away. It is magnificent as all the repackaging has been with Avo, and this is totally out of the Avo wheelhouse. Yeah, I mean, when I look at Avo, there's some parallels to what we do at Davidoff, right? Well, Avo was traditionally known as a Dominican brand, and it was time to branch out. It was time to modernize the brand, bring new consumers, new taste profiles into it. And so that's where Synchro comes from. And the word Synchro is it's short for synchronized. We're going to take two things, synchronize them together to make something completely different. I thought it was short for Synchro de Mayo. Oh. <laughs> you, got it. you really do need some lessons on that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I know that. But uh, that really, and it was great. We, we're going to give a tour in just a few minutes of the whole Davidoff area here at IPCPR. But we had a special guest that joined us, and that was Avo. And it was wonderful to see Avo, a man who liked the classic, the, the, you know, the more of the medium-bodied cigars, sitting him loving, smoking this Avo Synchro in his chair, uh, really having a good time. And, Avo is rejuvenated. He looks fantastic. This, this adds another 10 years. I mean, he is so happy to be here. And, and the love for Avo here is amazing. He, he's a rock star. 
uh, he can't go more than 10 feet without you know uh, 50 people asking him for a picture. And quite honestly, he's an inspiration to all of us. When you sit down, you see him. He's 90 years old. You still see the passion. Last night, he's on the dance floor, and it really inspires us. It really does. He's a he's an amazing man. He's truly the most interesting man in the world. He, re I agree, and he's one of the kindest gentlemen, most kindest gentlemen in the world, without any question. Dave, uh, Avo, you know, one of the things with Avo, you know, getting getting up in years, and as Rich said, I, I, I would put the money down. He's got at least another 10. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as we were thinking about the Avo brand, trying to make sure that, that the Avo brand is alive for forever, really. And we were, part of that process was, what is it really like to spend an evening or an afternoon with Avo? And those, those are memories that are created. And, uh, you know, after a lot of discussion and so on, you know, what did we come up with? Savor every note. So you've Beautiful. got his music and, and you've got the night, the, the one you'll never forget. And uh, I think it really does it justice. It captures it, the essence of Avo, 100% yeah. without any question. And, and Rich, that is really a fuller flavored cigar that Avo Sinker Nicaragua. Yes, it is. Like I said, we went to Nicaragua. So the wrapper on this is Ecuadorian, the binder's Dominican, and then the filler's kind of a mixture of uh, Dominican and Nicaraguan tobacco. I'm going to have you open up that box because I want to show everyone the, the cigars that are in there, what they look like in the presentation. I'll have you open it up. And it's I missing one. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who stole that cigar. <laughs> and, and I'll have you open that up and just tilt it forward because I want to get a great shot. When you see what these cigars and the packaging look like, they are exquisite. You almost don't even want to touch a cigar because they're so magnificent. But just when you, when you have that cigar in your hand with the square press, just a beautiful colored wrapper, it is indeed perfect. And as you hold that up, Rich, tell me how many sizes suggested retail. Four sizes, short Robusto, Robusto, Toro, and M6 by 60, and they range from 790 to uh, 1090. And gentlemen, it has been a delight to have you on. Hans Christian Oishgaard, the worldwide CEO of Oettinger Davidoff, Jim Young, CEO of Davidoff North America, go Bills. You know I was going to get that one in, Jim. And we've got Dylan Austin and Rich Krudick of Camacho and Davidoff, respectively. Cigar Dave the General saying so long from the 2015 IPCPR convention in New Orleans. Continuing coverage at CigarDave.com.